My name is Jeremy Devins and welcome to the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast. And today's episode is an overview of March 2020 and what transits you can expect and what sort of energies we're working with this month. So right now, as you may have been experiencing, we're in the middle of a Mercury retrograde. Uh, we've got a big transit of Jupiter this month. And for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, uh, the spring equinox coming up. Mars moves into Capricorn this month. Jupiter moves into Capricorn at the end of this month. So some big Capricorn emphasis along with all that already started in late January. So I'll get into all that and the details of it and all the major dates for this month in just a moment. But if you're interested in learning more about the sister science of Vedic astrology, yoga, I teach that. I've been teaching yoga since 2011. And I have an online teacher training that's starting in just about a month. So it'll go live right when Mercury goes direct, which I'll talk about that. And that's a great time to start new things. And I'll be starting my enrollment for teacher training then. And it's a small group. It's limited to just a few people to keep it personalized and direct to get a lot of direct feedback in teaching yoga in one-on-one online, however you want to teach or just for your own practice. So that's the Quiet Mind Yoga Teacher Training, which I talk about on my other podcast. But I'm hosting a free online workshop. You can get a feel for it and you can see if this is something you want to pursue more or not, or if you just want to build confidence in your practice. So it's quietmind.yoga confidence. And I'll be sharing the three mindset shifts to build confidence in teaching yoga. And these are things that took me years to learn, so hopefully it can save you some time and trial and error and share what I learned. It took me several years to pick up these things, and they're very helpful, and it'll be very practical and in-depth. And then I'll share about my teacher training if you want to work together more, but if not, you'll get a lot of value out of just the workshop. So you can sign up for that at quietmind.yoga confidence, and that workshop will be coming on Monday uh, March 9th, right when Mercury goes direct. But I will be doing it on other days, so if you can't make that one, just sign up and you'll get info about the replays and the other dates when it goes live. I'll just be doing a couple of those live workshops, but then the actual teacher training starts on uh, March 24th. So you can sign up for that if you're interested or check out that site for more info, confidence. So again, as always with these horoscopes and these monthly previews, there's a video if you want to check that out on the uh, YouTube for Quiet Mind Yoga, or you can just listen on the podcast and I'll explain everything in detail. But if you want to see the visuals, if you're more a visual learner, you can see that as well. So from the visuals, I'm going to just explain it as well if you're just listening. But what I have here is the chart for starting March 1st, 2020. And based in Austin, Texas, where I'm at, uh, central uh, time zone of the U.S. Uh, so it's not too far off. If you're in any other time zone, it's it's just a slight variation. But generally, it's pretty much the same globally. Some things might be like a day or so off uh, with the moon in particular. But all the major stuff is about the same time. So what we see here is Saturn's in Capricorn as it started late January. So if you haven't already, this is the time of this two and a half year period of Saturn to be setting up your structures, disciplines, com- commitments, uh, getting serious in this wherever Saturn is in your chart. So for example, if you're Cancer rising, this is happening in your seventh house of relationships. So getting serious in relationships. Right? So wherever the Capricorn is in your chart, based on your rising sign, 
that's where these commitments and this sort of uh, Saturn can bring obstacles and challenges and tests. And you might have started to feel that and some limitations. And Saturn uh, really rewards hard work and service. So if you're helping other people, if you're putting in the hard work, then uh, the more positive aspects of Saturn will come out like having deep personal growth and major life lessons. So Saturn and Capricorn, that's going on for the next two, almost two and a half years still. So that started late January. That's the biggest thing going on. And then the Mercury retrograde started uh, on the 17th of February. So the last couple of weeks, maybe you've had some miscommunications or uh, if you haven't already, this is a great time to go back, review, reflect, rest, restore, all the RE things, recharge, reorganize, revisit, revise. Not the best time for starting new ventures or something. If you have some new idea right now, it's like, oh, I'm going to start this new thing or launch this new product or project. Almost all the time when I see that in myself and I watch other people and see this play out, there's something amiss. You have to go back. You have to redo it. It's not fully complete. Mercury is our discernment, our logic, our, our rationale, and it's not moving forward right now. It's not the the energy of that planet is not moving forward, right? So like when the moon is the most obvious effect on us, the moon and the sun directly very tangibly practically we can see those effects and uh, like for example in the nighttime is generally people are going to go to sleep when the moon is not uh, or when the moon is sort of stronger at night the lunar energy is more strong at night uh, we're likely to be more lunar and more introspective more intuitive right if you, you ever notice that sort of feeling uh, like for me as a musician, like I was mainly a musician years ago, and I always did my best work at night and that lunar energy and uh, music, like music would just sound different at night. Like there's this sort of increased receptivity I feel for myself to music at night, this more intuitive flowing, getting into the rhythm of things. Right? This is why I think tribally, like we, we have concerts at night and we get around the fire at night and we go to concerts at night and we go to these, you know, a lot of musicians, if you go to see like comedians or artists or musicians, like they're always late at night and often later and later into the night. And that time we're just more receptive. So that's how it plays out with the moon. And then with Mercury, right? Something not as well established and sort of recognized in popular culture, but this is what Vedic astrology studies is how do the movements of the bodies affect us? If the moon affects us so clearly in one way, and the sun affects us, right? We tend to be more energized in the daytime. How do the other bodies affect us? So Mercury appears to be going backwards in the sky right now. It's not actually, but with the sort of relationship of Earth and Mercury, it looks like it's going backwards. So how does that affect us? Well, it's, it's just not a good time to buy technology, buy a computer, uh, new phone, things like that. Uh, it's a good time to like clean up your old technology. If you've got a bunch of files st like stacked up on your computer desktop, clear those out. If you've got a bunch of papers stacked up, uh, just clearing out things. Uh, it's a great time for early spring cleaning. Again, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, usually that comes a little later for a lot of people, but already with the Mercury retrograde, the way I sort of go in cycles with this is like, I let things accumulate until the Mercury retrograde. I let things keep moving forward and progressing and I let things pile up a little bit and get messy. And then when the Mercury retrograde comes, I clear it all out, throw away the old things. And this is a great time to do that if you haven't already. 
uh, it just feels I feel so much more mentally clear and like receptive to the next thing and ready to move forward from doing that. So that's what I've been doing the last few days myself. And you still got time to do that until March 9th. So if you haven't already, keep doing that or do that. And uh, Mercury goes direct then. And then it's the time for a couple months to just let things go forward and let things pile up a little bit and be messy and creative. And, uh, you know, Mercury's not necessarily related to creativity, but I think it allows us this sort of opportunity to take new ventures and, and try new things. And, and uh, you know, Apple is probably going to have their next big event in uh late March, which is perfect, right? If they had it during Mercury retrograde, uh, probably have more tech issues, probably have to do some sort of refunds and issues with that. Uh, right, so it's a great time for technology to move forward, get new devices, uh, clear, but right now just clear things out. Uh, so that's actually the second thing happening in March. Before that, we have the full moon on uh, March 7th. So if I go on the calendar here, just gonna scoot ahead to March seventh, and you see the moon and sun opposite, and uh, it's March seventh or eighth. It's actually on the eighth here. It's really uh, on the calendar or on the uh, the chart. You see the moon and sun opposite. So that's a time of uh, obviously completion, fullness celebration gratitude if you don't express gratitude it gets sort of backed up and becomes resentment this is something i've done a lot of work on in different spiritual communities but uh, essentially it's like you've been given something or you've experienced something you've had some sort of growth recently and if you if you receive that and you don't express gratitude like send a text that says thank you to somebody that you really care you care about someone that has helped you or even just writing in your journal, gratitude, things you're grateful for, successes you've had. That stuff sort of festers in there. It's like you've accumulated this thing and now it's just stagnant. And uh, if you ever like, <laughs> when I was younger, uh, there, there was a lot of scare, scare, like fear in my home about like uh, sort of catastrophes happening. And I remember like saving water. I thought that was a, you know, something to do, like I just, poured water into like a, a jug out of the tap and saved it and left that water in my closet. It wasn't like bottled water. It wasn't like sealed airtight. It was just from the tap. And then I put a cap on it and, uh, and I was just holding on to it. And then I remember opening it finally months later and it smelled so bad. And that water was just becoming stagnant and uh, it wasn't actually clean to begin with. So uh it just sort of reminded me not to sort of hold on to things. And, uh, you know, it's a little different if you're actually uh, buying bottled water and saving that. But in general, it just sort of left this sort of uh, imprint on my mind of not to collect things and hoard them and hold on to them because they get stagnant and they actually go bad. And then they don't serve the purpose that you thought they would serve by holding on to them. So I encourage you to write your gratitudes, express your gratitudes on the full moon and get that energy out to let it move through you and create space for what's to come next in the next new moon. Sun moves into Vedic Pisces, the sidereal Pisces on the 14th. If I just uh, zoom ahead a few days here to the 14th, you see the sun moved up into Pisces. 
all the Piscean qualities have a little more emphasis, a spotlight on those things. You could have some indecision this time. Um, but with the placement, with everything going on in Capricorn, it kind of balances that out. It's going to give you a lot more steadfast clarity and direction and structure. But the Sun in Pisces could bring some indecision, but could also bring more spirituality into your life. And it's a great way to use that energy. It's to bring more spiritual practices into your life if you don't already have that and uh, sort of humanitarian things and uh, service and uh, always with the Saturn right now, service is always great and using your imagination. So doing things that get your creativity out. Uh, it's a great time for that this month in March all the way until mid-April. So if you're into any sort of artistic endeavors, creativity, personal, like things that you feel like help you express yourself, it's a great time to do that this month. And then uh, that will balance out all of the Saturn Capricorn kind of energy. And then the next thing is the spring equinox on the 19th. So I'll go ahead on the chart here, uh, but you won't see that based on the planets. But that's when uh, the day and night are now equal again, and we move towards longer daytime. So a good time of balancing things like Nadi Shodhana, alternate nostril breathing. So I'm always thinking about what are the yoga practices, meditation, pranayama, things that we can use to harness these energies. So we've got these energies moving outside and how can we, as above, so below, embody these energies and make the most of them. So alternate nostril breathing this month is very helpful. Any sort of balancing practices, doing uh, yoga practices that help bring in practice balance, like warrior three, half moon pose. Uh, I have several classes focusing on balance. If you look up the Quiet Mind Yoga podcast, there's lots of balancing practices there. And this is a great time to do that. And again, before this comes, uh, if you can this month, you've got, if this goes live uh, at the beginning of the month, so you've got nine days to really review, reflect, revise, rest, recharge, restore, and then start moving ahead and moving into more harmony and balance on the spring equinox on the 19th. So if there's things that seem out of balance, giving too much here, taking too much there, finding the more balance and equilibrium uh, maybe this could be in your relationship, career, work-life balance, finances. Getting help if you can. Always uh, with Saturn uh, being of service, but also being willing to be served and ask for help if you need it. Which could be like uh, if you have if going to the grocery store is draining a bunch of your time. Getting some help, like using uh, Instacart or something, to help take that load off, so you have something to help balance out your life. So. A big theme for this month as well is finding balance, especially with the sun in Pisces. It's two fish going opposite directions. So there's a sort of pole in each direction. So finding the harmony and balance of yin and yang of stira and sukha, which is the main teaching of yoga, that uh, every posture is not meant to be just strong, not meant to be just easy, but finding a balance of the two is where you balance the yin and yang, the masculine and feminine, the stira and sukha in yourself and find a sort of harmony. And that's if you've ever, you know, when you go to yoga practice by the end, you just feel so amazing and reset and recentered because you balance those qualities within yourself. And you can do that uh, in your practices and then in your life. And this is the time of year to really find that in your life before uh, later in the fall equinox is another rebalancing time 
but right now this is the month to bring things into balance and then the new moon is on the 24th so i just move ahead a couple of days here the sun and moon are together so this is a great time for setting intentions and there's just a lot of energy actually go back here uh before the new moon mars and capricorn on the 22nd right so you see the uh, ma the red letters move from sag to capricorn that's considered asasa yoga the highest manifestations of saturn's qualities mars the warrior with saturn the servant the disciplinarian uh, very strong energy so very great for taking action and initiating and especially with the new moon just two days later so this time sunday to tuesday the 22nd to 24th if there's anything you want to initiate habits projects having an important meeting signing a new contract this can be really strong and powerful right so uh, in general like any sort of commitments any sort of disciplines structures going to be very helpful this time of year and this is the time to do it and finding where things are out of balance and bringing them back into balance will give you that power All right so that's the again the spring equinox on the 19th a few days before this then mars goes into capricorn gives you a lot of that strong energy to get things done then the new moon a lot of initiation energy and then jupiter in capricorn on the 30th so i just jump ahead here to see where ju moves into capricorn and uh, now we've got jupiter mars and saturn together in capricorn so in general jupiter is considered debilitated in capricorn but with all this two two sasa yogas two examples of the highest manifestation of saturn energy uh, and there's three uh, you can't see this on my software but there's three cancellations for the jupiter debilitation so it's not really debilitated here like jupiter the planet of expansion growth positivity optimism coming into capricorn a sign of limitation restriction and structure which is almost the opposite of growth it is the opposite of growth and expansion uh, so that can be problematic at times depending on other aspects and in this case those other aspects cancel it out so now you just bring more expansion and optimism into the limitations and structures and disciplines so all good things great time for taking action and uh, if you're experiencing more of the negative side of this of feeling like there's limitations imposed on you and just you just keep hitting walls and limitations and blocks in a particular area of life that's where it's a spiritual problem needing a spiritual solution and spiritual meaning like what is the energy at play here essentially all of this planetary energy is saying go move forward take action grow wherever capricorn is and you want to know your rising sign to know where that is so if your aries rising that's going to be in your 10th house of career right so knowing your rising sign and knowing where capricorn is then you know where this energy is taking play uh, and you want to focus on that energy and maybe swing the balance a little more focus on that that area of your life for now 
with all this energy here, which is going to be for a while. Uh, and then let's see, the next time Mercury moves or Mars moves, we just look at the the uh, chart here. Right, that stays in play all the way until May fourth. May the 4th be with you, as they say. So uh, for now, from March 30th to May 4th, March, April, May, March, early May, uh, late March, early May. So this is the time to really focus on that area of your life, uh, the things to do with structured disciplines, uh, commitments, service, hard work. In general, when in doubt, if you don't know your rising sign, just putting in hard work and service will always be beneficial. And having some sort of practice that you dedicate some of your time to, which meditation, yoga, whatever that is. Alternate nostril breathing is great this time of year, again, to bring balance, uh, which if you don't know what that is, just Google it. There's great tutorials out there. And then Jupiter moves uh, retrograde in a little while. Let's just jump ahead here. Okay, there it goes. So that's on May 14th. And then that will uh, go all the way back to Sagittarius. On, sorry, so this time, so now May 14th, when we get to the May uh, horoscope, that's a time of everything you're doing right now from late March to May. Then May 14th, you start going back and cleaning things up, reviewing things, revising things, editing. Saturn's retrograde too, so very much so. All the things you, you started to move forward on, uh, this is a great time to sort of clear things up, resolve things, revise things. And that's going on for a while, all the way until getting into September. And then Jupiter starts going direct again uh, in late September. All right, so that time from mid-May to late September, or mid-September, uh, it's going to be time to sort of review everything that you move forward on and progressed. And then Saturn moves direct on late September. So then things really just move forward from there for quite a while. Uh, so right now is the time to take action. If there's anything you're like, I want to start this, I want to do this project, I want to write a book this year, I want to start a website, I want to start a business, uh, whatever it is, if there's anything you feel a calling to take initiation on and action on, this month is the time to do it. All right, so if beginning of the month, clear things out, create the space for it, celebrate what successes you've had for the by the full moon on uh, the 7th. And then by the time mid late month hits, when Mars goes in Capricorn on the 22nd, the new moon on the 24th, and then especially Jupiter on the 30th uh, in Capricorn, all this stuff is just saying, go for it, take action and move forward. Your projects, uh, it could be deeper commitment in relationships. Again, it could be career, it could be your home, children. It's gonna depend on your rising sign. So look where Capricorn is, that's where all this energy is moving and saying, take action, move forward and expand grow and you've got a lot of support from the planets right now all the way through next month and then uh until really until like early may mid-may and then in may we have venus retrograde which is a time uh where we're going to start to review things with relationships and our creative expression 
then there's another Mercury retrograde in June, right? So the middle of this year, the summertime is going to be some backward moving energy. So this is the time right now to move forward and take action. And uh, they'll make that time in the summer a lot smoother. So clear things up now. This is the perfect time to do it. And the summer will go a lot smoother. And then the fall, things will pick up again and move a lot more forward. All right, so only you know in your life where that applies. And if you want a specific reading based on your chart, you can sign up for that at quietmind.yoga slash astrology. Enter your birth date, time, and place. And we can set up a reading and I can go through the whole year personalized for you based on all of your houses and planets and if you want to review any of that stuff go back to any of the archives about the houses planets and signs and you can sort of piece it together yourself if you want but the best way to really learn it is holistic perspective of your chart from a reading and you can do that at quietmind.yoga/astrology or just keep following these episodes and these podcasts and videos for uh, free trainings to get the overview and generalized versions. But if you want the specific personalized version, that's how you do it. I just can't do that, you know, without seeing your chart. So quietmind.yoga slash astrology is how you can do that. So I hope this is helpful for you. And if you have any questions, reach out to me uh, on Instagram, jeremy at jeremy.quietmind or email me jeremy at quietmind.yoga. And you can ask me any questions you might have about your chart. But if you want to schedule a full-on reading, that's where you do it, at quietmind.yoga.astrology. And again, that free workshop I'll be hosting on March 9th is uh, Three Mindset Shifts to Build Confidence in Teaching Yoga at quietmind.yoga.confidence. All right, thank you for listening and or watching uh, on YouTube or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find this. Like, leave a review, comment. And let me know what you found most helpful if, and what you found most resonant. And I'd love to hear any feedback, questions, or comments. All right, thanks for listening and watching, and have a great month.